Say that again. This is going to be a great episode. <laughs> Disclaimer, I have not heard this episode yet because we have not said the words that will be in this episode yet. Right. We know what we want to talk about, which happens sometimes. Sometimes we just come in and hit the space bar. That was last week. Yeah, I don't even remember what we talked about last week. Pizza. Oh, God. Those episodes are so good. Eating etiquette, like how to eat. Uh, we knew we wanted to talk about eating etiquette. Oh, true, true. Because there, true. you showed me that video of this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> right. But this, we have two things You're we know we want to talk okay, about. Okay, so let's. So you said you want me to start? Yeah, you start with your thing. I don't know okay. which one of ours is going to be worse. So you ask me. Let's kick it off. You asked me a question regarding what I told you I wanted to talk about. Like, okay, I'll start with this one. Dubs, are you sexist? <laughs> I don't know. That's, <laughs> That's the problem. A, a weird answer. So, so this is why. So, well, first of all, I, I've I I definitely went through a sexist, misogynistic, angsty, angry phase against not just females but all the humanity for a solid. I don't know. Six years. You were both ways sexist. Oh, my favorite thing I would say was, "I don't hate women. I hate everybody." That was the, <laughs> used to be my favorite phrase when people would say something. I say, "Don't worry, I hate you too." That's in the past. That was just an emotionally stunted person. Mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, I mean, I think people would call me a feminist at this point for for what I for what I support and everything like that. But. I don't know if I mean I'm, if you hate everyone that's well not anymore equal, not anymore equal well, standing for well, here's the thing I, I don't know so th- this is what happened so you know I'm into fitness yeah I'm aware and we talked about on a couple episodes back I, about how I was in like the weightlifting and powerlifting um, uh, subreddits mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and of course they were just it, yeah it, it was a subreddit so I'm reading through it, and one of the posts was cool I think it was. Uh, like female Wednesdays or female Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And it was like, or like, it was just only Should women are allowed. Should be Friday. Whatever it was. Fem- oh, yeah. Maybe it was female Friday. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Because that means Friday. I'm right. <laughs> it was female Friday or women's Wednesday or something like that. Titty Tuesday. Yeah, there you go. And it was. Thirsty Thursday. And it said as a rule, only females are allowed to comment. Mm-hmm. So, of course, a guy goes in there to comment. <laughs> So you or a guy? No, a guy. Okay. So I was in there reading, uh, just be- just because I was interested about what what their experiences are as women in the world of weightlifting or powerlifting, depending mm-hmm. on which one you look at. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys said something along the lines of, "Hey, I wanted to apologize for a comment I made last week in the subreddit. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to come off as uh, sexist to anybody." I was just trying to say I, I think this is an awesome positive environment because my my wife who's just getting into it loves coming here and reading. She's too anxious to participate yet mm-hmm. and and comment and say anything, but she really loves seeing that she's not alone in her struggles and her accomplishments and she's yeah, neat. Yeah, she's not alone in her journey. Mm-hmm. Um and and he ended it with something along the lines of I I I didn't my last comment wasn't to say that I adore female lifters for any reason, mm-hmm. like sexual or just in a in a certain way where I, I, I'm trying to belittle you by saying like, oh, look at this little girl who can move weight. Good for you. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't trying to say it like that. I was trying to say, no, this is awesome that you lift. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cool. You're a minority in this community. Yep. And it's awesome to see you here representing your group. Yeah. 
And the next comment was, and this happens with almost everything. Uh, this happens with martial arts. This happens with artists, comedians all over. There is the stance of, I want to be seen as a power lifter, not a female power lifter. I want to be seen as a comedian, not right. a female comedian. Right. I want to be seen as a, a martial artist, not a female martial artist. Yeah. And, and I get that. I 100% get that. You want to be seen beyond just the surface image of what you of what you're representing because mm-hmm. you are part of that community. Right. Right. Um, so the, the the next comment was that it was a woman saying, "Look, it's awesome. Your wife wants to be here. She's you know, of course, she's allowed to lurk as much as she wants. Hopefully, she she participates eventually. But I think it's weird that you look at us that way because we want to just be seen as power lifters. Yeah. You know, we just want to be. Well, we want to be accepted like that. Yeah. We don't want to be held in this certain subset just because we're females. Mm -hmm. So that made me think all of a sudden. All of a sudden I stopped and I realized because I really love seeing women in the gym. Mm -hmm. I love seeing... Well, I love seeing anybody in the gym, really, just because anybody's doing something. Right. But I really love seeing, like, uh, girls play hockey. Mm -hmm. I love seeing... I love seeing, like, I kind of... It's not just females. Like, I, I enjoy anybody. For example... The hockey team I captained was literally because I wanted people who never played to play. Yeah. And I was just so happy that people wanted to get into it. Exactly. I, it was regardless, regardless of, of, of their gender. Yeah. It was just, oh, cool. Which you had a pretty good mix in that hockey team. Yeah. And yeah. it's because any, I was at, I was asking everybody. I probably yeah. even asked you. I was just, hey, yeah, you want to play did. hockey? I was, I was pretty close. <laughs> I was like, you should play hockey, dude. I'll teach you. Yeah. I'll spend time with you. Don't worry about it. We'll get you up and running. It's fun. I just want you to be a part. Like, that's how I felt. Yeah. I was just like golden retriever giddy about people <laughs> yeah, joining you my were. community. <laughs> We're going to get jerseys, maybe. I don't know. If yeah. it's in the budget, I got to yeah. talk to some guys. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it was so cool because there's so many people that I, I started that with yeah. that are now rink rats. Yeah. That are obsessed, like, uh, that Zach. love it. That uh, Zach hasn't had time because yeah. you know he got married and everything like that. But Zach went from yeah no I've, I think that'd be fun to play to being a pretty good player. You know, yeah. a wiser who has been on went from I wish I could have always nice. played growing up to now he he loves and like yearns to play and when he plays he he he's so excited when he gets the time to come to mm-hmm. the rink and get on the ice. Uh, Sean, who's a friend of mine, was like oh yeah I've always wanted to get into hockey. He's now he hasn't stopped. He's been picked up as a spare player for multiple teams. He's joined like two different leagues. Like nice. he's he's playing. Uh, my friend Joanna, she went from oh I've only like played goalie every once in a while to she's now like on an emergency goaltender list for multiple teams. She's invited <laughs> to private skates. See, she's now skating out as a forward and playing as a player and a goalie. That's awesome. And she's the and that isn't that cool. Yeah. Like it's so cool to see people just like fall in love and and really get into it. Yeah. Uh, which was was so cool. So anyways, to bring it back to the the weightlifting, when I was thinking about myself looking at women in the gym and, and specifically when like I don't just mean anybody coming in and going on the treadmill, which I still think is awesome, especially when I see anybody who's out of shape on a treadmill because I don't do a fucking treadmill because I hate that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that shit. And I see the same like the same person who's been coming here for weeks and months who's still just putting on the headphones like, here we go, running on the treadmill, I'm doing my fucking run. I mean, at that point, they must either like it or it's so ingrained into their habit or whatever or because they're losing weight yeah or they're just like it's working it's time (laughs) to keep doing this yeah uh but tonight was a perfect example yeah right uh there's a whole i don't i don't know the last time i went to a gym but the um, there's usually a like a free weight area Mm -hmm. right and in this case i had a rack area it's called a rack for the most part yep (laughs) giant set with the barbells with the plates Mm -hmm. usually people screaming and dropping stuff there yeah (laughs) 
everything off the ground. Nobody was lifting when I went down there because I would go down there to like do the first half of my workout today, mm-hmm. except for this one girl. And she's doing she's doing a, a conventional deadlift mm-hmm. of 225 pounds, which is in I don't know if you know that's like, a lot. That's more. I, I think I I think I deadlifted 220 three weeks ago, and that was my like PR record of just yeah. holy shit I did 220. And she's just putting on weight, and she's just fucking doing it. <laughs> and it's it's cool because she's not this giant jacked person, mm-hmm. and she had good form. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, man!" And, and and but here's the thing: there were guys coming up, not to hit on her. I mean, she's wearing she's she has like the current gym outfit of like leggings and yeah. like a t- tight fitting top. Guys weren't hitting on her; they were coming up to say like "fucking," like high fiving her. You kill it! Like <laughs> random dudes just coming up and just fist bumping her and just being like, "Hey, excuse me." She took out her headphones, and they were like, "Fuck yeah, keep lifting!" Just bump, <laughs> like fucking bumping it. That's right, you know. And it's that kind of like. I was like, is, am I sexist because I like seeing that? Like, I like seeing. Gotcha. Okay. I, like seeing, I was wondering when it was going to come back to that question. Yeah, it was. It was just, am I sexist because I find inspiration from that? Like, here's the thing: I don't have videos of a lot of guys doing stuff on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I have more videos of girls. Uh, like because it's more of what you follow or something. No, it's just because to me, it's it's like it's, and here's where it gets sexist. I think it's more challenging. For, mm-hmm. for women because it is biologically yes biologically there's a reason because of their hips their shoulders their yeah. hand strength the size of their hands their yep. their mobility their natural like range of motion is different than men mm-hmm. and to be fair i don't get like inspired by giant jack dudes right i really don't yeah just because it's such the image that it's almost such. It's almost the, such the pinnacle. It's almost like an unattainable thing, right? And yeah. it's you know what I mean. It's like when I see The Rock as a perfect example. Yeah, he's inspirational because of his work ethic, right? Because exactly. he goes, "I just landed. It's two a.m. I'm getting in my two-hour workout. Then it's breakfast, and then it's time to shoot for twelve hours. And then wheels up. I'm flying over to blah blah blah. <laughs> workout number two. Two because I'm filming baby. my other movie. Yeah, exactly." <laughs> That's what's inspirational. His workouts, yeah, they're they're his, crazy. His size and what he's accomplished, like workout wise, is like. But it's like a. But given. I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a given. Like with, with, I feel like with the with the females, it's almost it's almost well. A, there's a lot of females that I can never come close to, like fitness wise. Yeah, plenty, fucking plenty of them. But to me, it's it, it's almost like I relate to it more because I'm like five five one thirty mm-hmm. one thirty five soaking wet after. A night of pasta. God, and I beer. almost double you. It's okay. It's like sh- really sh- close to. It's okay. It's okay. But <laughs> when I realized that, and I realized, oh no, like God, I, I could eat you. I. <laughs> when I realized, I, I draw inspiration from that, and that's what like I have those videos of them doing deadlifts, of them doing like you know power cleans, clean and jerks. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow LPS Lawler Performance Systems up in Canada. It's a. a Toronto-based like powerlifting place, mm-hmm. and they have they crush it with the women's divisions. They crush it with the men's divisions. They nice. train a lot of athletes. I think it's fucking cool to, to see. But am I sexist because of that? <sighs> because I'm not sep- I'm not accepting them as lifters, right? As fit. That's people. cool that they're doing that. Because even though they're a girl, it's because they're a girl. Yeah, you know, like oh, I think that's super impressive and that's so inspiring because. She is a girl. Right. It's like when I see a 220 pound behemoth man 
who's like 6% body fat doing a 420 pound deadlift. I'm just like, well, yeah, look at him. He should be doing that. When I see a girl who's... (laughs) That's his job. Yeah, when I see a girl who's 165, maybe 165, same thing, 6% body fat doing a 400 pound deadlift... I know it's that much harder because there are more things working against her. Yeah. To get to that point. Well, like, say you saw someone your size, like, deadlifting way more than you'd imagine they could. You'd be like, dude, fuck yeah. Yeah. Right? But it's not common. It's super rare. Right. That's why you don't see a lot of guys my size pushing up that way. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just not normal. Yeah, I don't know. I think, short answer, yeah, kind of. Right. <laughs> but it's right. like, it's not a toxic sexism. Tons of people will argue with me on that, <laughs> right. but like, right? It's uh, it's hard, right? It's like this weird gray area of yeah, I, you're yeah. like you are acknowledging the fact that the gender of the person is a motivating major factor in in, in your choice and why you're proud of them or whatever. Yes, but it's like not that shouldn't be the case. It's like it's like that it's like that meme like you are a bad guy. But you are. But that not does not mean you are a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just ah, that meme from Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> you are a bad guy. But does that mean you are a bad guy? Yeah. It's 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 really confusing because I was just because I was getting ready for tonight and this happened at the fucking gym an hour ago. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting that, and I thought this is the perfect this is the perfect situation for me to think about for yeah. for this to be. Like the thing to bring up to Chris. <laughs> so I think ideally in a world without sexism, sexism, you wouldn't think that. Oh, man, this is hard. Uh, right? you, like right? you wouldn't think that. So, so you would just so think. Is it, and is it sexist of me to not look at guys and think it's remarkable for their physical. F- like I can acknowledge pure accomplishment and, and feet like like the rock. I can to- I totally acknowledge what it took for him to have that body mm-hmm. for brian shaw to be like six times strongest man on the on the planet you know what i mean like or whatever how many times he's won yeah i 100 percent respect that like the crossfit games i totally get blown away by what those guys can do it's it's but it's not the same inspire you know what inspires me with guys mm. when they do captain america shit <laughs> when it's tightening the shield like that shit gets me inspired like <laughs> you gritted your teeth too seriously that shit gets me like when i'm about to do a heavy lift i i that's i think of that moment i think of the oh, yeah. like i'm fucking going down i don't care i don't keep going let's do yeah exactly that's the inspirational shit for me like the, like like what like guys who are like just shit their pants at mile 25 on a marathon and they like limp across the finish line or like through a tough mutter they like sprain their ankle and they like limp through the rest of the tough mutter or something like that i i for i guess for guys to for them to be like inspirational to me in the same way that i've been talking about is mm-hmm. it has to be a solo act of of heroic nature i guess in a way okay like a fireman running into a burning building gotcha that pumps me up you know like so not seeing, necessarily workout level stuff 
like I'm thinking of you having like think seeing dudes have like Captain America moments during their like workouts or something no, no, no. physical. I'm literally talking about the moment literally in Captain just America heroism. With, with, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the literal moment in Endgame when he tightens the broken shield on his sliced arm. That's like <laughs> that. That gets me. That literally is my pre-workout like thought yeah. jumpstart as the portal song is playing. Yeah, and then I just go like fucking let's got this, and I'm just like driving, and I I'm just so jacked up because that, that that like slaps the sleepy out of me. Yeah, thinking of that moment you know and he's like stumbling up it's like captain america like wrenching your eyelids back open (laughs) heroically basically yeah it's those kind of moments that that get me fucking like let's i'm jacked up now let's go let's go lift it's like smelling do you ever use smelling salts no okay it's like a smelling salt i what do those do is it like a chemical reaction that happens like it just like wakes you up yeah that's crazy it literally uh, it wakes up unconscious people yeah, no, it's, um, have you ever gotten your face over, like, hot vinegar and breathed in deep? No. It's like that, but not as bad smelling. Gotcha. It's more just sharpness. Yeah. It's a weird sharp, just, oh, okay, <laughs> ooh, that was not fun. Okay. I'm awake now. Gotcha. <laughs> it's kind of like that. That's my, that's when I, to put guys in the same realm that I'm talking about, yeah, girls, yeah, yeah. I have to think of Captain America tightening the shield. I have to think of, you know, Cap catching the, the hammer for the first time. Is like, I knew it. <laughs> like that, yeah. that kind of shit. That's those moments are just ah, let's go. <laughs> like that's that kind of shit for me. It's not the same because, and I, it, this might be sexist towards guys, but I'm just not impressed when a big guy moves big things. It's kind of just yeah, yeah. That's in your nature to so, do that. So I think it's the the reason you're like proud of i guess essentially is the word i'm looking for of like those girl that girl that you saw in the gym it's like fuck yeah like do your thing that's awesome is because they're overcoming the like they're the basically the setback of their biology <laughs> like of not just the bi- biology but like in that situation in almost every situation i've been in it's Overcoming biology, overcoming societal norms, mm-hmm. overcoming the cultural implication, overcoming the community. Mm-hmm. Like in martial arts, there were I've I've only trained with two girls in six years of martial arts. Yeah, and it's it was badass because they were good. Yeah, <laughs> especially this, especially Gina, who is the, mo- the more recent one. Yeah, kicked my ass all the time. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, she. She was amazingly good with her judo throws, and yeah. the second you get closer, you would just be Woof! thrown on your back. <laughs> so she was really good. That's dope. That was fucking cool. And like, for her to go into dojos filled with dudes who want to fight, and just and she's like shorter than I, mm-hmm. and just say, "Let's go." Yeah, <laughs> that's that's fucking that's really badass. That's or, cool. Or you know, when Joanna got brought into a locker room, and it's just she's the only girl surrounded by a bunch of literal sweaty old dudes. Like drinking beer and having fucking old man talk, fucking yeah, just and she kept showing up because she loved doing it and put up with the bullshit. That's cool. And yeah, see what I mean? Like, like yeah, like how do you think? A, do you think a lot of gyms have a ton of women doing crazy deadlifts? No. Yeah. <laughs> and but to go and see, like that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, like it. It's I'm not at all saying that it's bad. In fact, I think if anything, it's it's like good sexism. Like you could have good cholesterol. Like, but you like, can't have good cholesterol. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but um, <laughs> but, but like that's if anything, that's what it means to me. Would I choose no sexism over good sexism? Yes correct but like i guess that's it like yeah you're yes you're kind of sexist (laughs) but it's fine it's fine in the way that you're sexist i think speaking speaking as a uh uh, (laughs) i like the hand on your chest as you say this yeah speaking as a heterosexual white male your sexism is fine (laughs) i have the authority to say that yikes this is going to be a good episode. It's going to be a good episode. <laughs> that's a that's a good point. I mean, I do feel bad because if we switch this over to, let's say, comedians and people say, what are your favorite comedians? I split my head down the middle of I have favorite male and favorite female comedians. Mm. I know they should just be comedians, but they are very different. They're, they have different styles. They have there I, I have yet to find a male or female comedian that does a style similar to the opposite in the same way. Yeah. Like I would never say like, oh, she's just like Bill Burr. Well, no, she's not. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just not how that works. Um I mean to, not to say they get they don't get inspired by each other. Right. But well I also maybe that maybe that's the wrong phrase because in com- stand up comedy everybody's so unique. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody's There's so, so many like genres and different. Yeah. It's everybody's so different and unique. So it's, but that's also a weird thing that I hate with the stigma in comedy mm-hmm. where people say, especially guys, Oh, like whatever. She's going to do period jokes or something all night. It's like, well, maybe, but that's because that's what she fucking deals with. Yeah. Because freaking Anthony Jeselnik can't do period jokes. I mean, he can and he does, but <laughs> they're different. Yeah. Um, like there's, and they're still funny. It yeah. doesn't change the fact that they're funny. You know, I mean, I I, f- I forget the name of her. Is it Lydell King, I think? I, I, I want to find her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's on Netflix. Amazing special. I thought it was going to be... I thought it was going to be a bullshit comedy mm-hmm. uh, special. Then I watched it, and she portrays herself as like a 1950s housewife. Mm-hmm. And she just shits on dudes the whole time <laughs> for like an hour and a half. Nice. And it's fucking awesome. Because I guess she went through like a divorce and all this other stuff. So she's just bitter. Fucking rip. Yeah. Just yeah. ripping dudes apart. It's hilarious. Can I relate to any of it? Not really. But it's funny, but it's funny. imagining relating to it or whatever. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's she's talking about trying to fuck the pool boy at her age and stuff like that. Like it's fucking, it's good shit. It's, it's, a, it's a great special. Yeah. And I, I never understand these dudes who keep saying that. Like, oh, I can't relate because... You know, I fuck girls and she doesn't, bro. <laughs> I fuck girls. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm sorry, I fuck bitches and she doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. It's just, no, like, there's... Yes, maybe it's just not your style. I get that, but... Yeah. But, I don't know. It I, doesn't I, have to be about gender. Like, right. maybe it's just not your style. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I guess I'm sexist. Uh... <laughs> Ellen's latest special, and I'm not a huge fan of Ellen, but Ellen's well, latest special. Before you continue, explain why you're not a big fan of Ellen. I don't know. She just seems kind of like an asshole. What? Like, yeah, she just seems like... Uh, Ellen's like, like one of the kindest people. 
on her show on her show why do you think she she's an asshole i I have heard that she's difficult to deal with i've heard she's like you know how everybody shares the celebrity stories like oh my god i met tom hanks i met bill murray and they're the nicest people ever yeah oh my god i met i can't think of anybody who's like a notorious asshole but they're an ass woody harrelson i met woody harrelson and he was a the fucking biggest prick i've ever met really she's yeah she tends more towards prick side apparently um and then like recently i just live on youtube now so i just watch whatever it gives me and sometimes it'll be i watch a lot of clips from like talk shows so like jimmy fallon jimmy kimmel stuff like that and sometimes Helen will pop up and if the title is grabby enough i'll get sucked into it and watch it like recently she's just been like condescending and like kind of a douche (laughs) like to her give me an example i can't think of anything off the top of my head but like I don't know. I've just been getting weird vibes from her. And I've heard that, like, from stories of people in the industry, that she's, like, picky and she's not, like, nice to other people, like chauffeurs and just people who work for her. Um, But anyway. This is the first time I've heard of it, but continue. Continue. Well, uh, I'll research it and I'll hit you with some examples next week. Okay. But uh, I watched bits of her new special and it was pretty funny. Unrelatable. huh unrelatable yeah exactly and it was like it was kind of like ricky gervais so like she is when you said there's not like a female comic and a male comic that i could like really relate to each other her newest special and like ricky gervais's newest special they're very similar where it's like i'm super rich and you're not and let me tell you about how great my life is (laughs) and how shitty yours is compared to my great life and there wasn't like barely any like gender stuff in either of those two so like those are two that i would compare to each other okay because like the two of them she doesn't do period jokes or vagina jokes or trying to fuck dudes jokes right because she doesn't try to fuck dudes correct she's in a marriage with a woman uh and like ricky gervais had like i don't think any like dude jokes just i'm rich (laughs) and famous and an asshole on twitter Oh, that's you know that's a good point. It's, it goes back to who you follow. Um, oh, she hasn't come out with the special in so long. Who? Kathleen Madigan. Yeah. Oh man, sorry. I I, I'm a, I like Kathleen Madigan. Should that's we, not the one you were just talking about, was it? No, the one I was talking about was uh, Lynn Coplitz. Coplitz. So Lynn L Y N N E Coplitz K O P L I T Z. It's called Hormonal Beast. You guys should watch it. It's fantastic this episode is sponsored by lynn copelitz lynn copelitz hormonal beast she has an amazing stand-up um christina Przinsky is fucking hilarious as well mm-hmm. uh kathy madigan is great she reminds me a lot of uh uh lewis black okay uh lewis black hasn't done a special in a bitter while, about too. the world yes <laughs> yeah yeah she just shits on stuff um uh, lewis black was great he stopped yeah i feel he maybe just kind he of fell off maybe he got tired of touring Maybe he got tired of being Lewis Black. Like being angry all the time? I don't know. Like cartoonishly angry was his thing. Yeah. Uh, that's That's got to be exhausting. Yeah. To do that all the time. To scream for an hour. Right. Because right. he wouldn't just be angry. He'd be like, he'd be fucking angry. <laughs> like that was his whole And he would wiggle a lot. Like, <laughs> Yeah. That's got to be. Oh, my God. He has so many. He was so popular with the Bush era. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot to be angry about. Yeah, and I feel like now in the Trump he era, he could. Yeah, I think maybe he's not because he'll have a heart attack. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can't let all that out in one hour. He's got to let it like seep out slowly to his friends and family. He was that mad about Bush. Yeah. Can you imagine how bad he feels about how mad he is about Trump? Yeah. Um, he was still mad at Obama a little bit too. Yeah, I mean, he's just mad at everything. Yeah, and he was like, anything that you, you could. Fucking Democrats think you're so great. Like. <laughs> God, I love comedy. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of, yes. now that we wrapped up that I'm a sexist, uh, guess who's coming out with the special later this year? I think you told me. Go ahead and tell me. Your boy. You? Your boy. My boy? Your boy. Louis C.K.? Yeah. <laughs> you just started jerking off in front of me without asking me to give me a hint. <laughs> And I got it. <laughs> wow, interesting. Like where? Uh, like I on heard, his website or something. I think he's he's gonna self release it. Um, I heard so it on uh, Joe Rogan. Jerry, interesting. He was talking. Uh, he was talking to another comedian. I forget who. And uh, they were saying, yeah, Louis's been doing a lot of work in New York. He's been popping up and doing a lot of standards, and now he's been posting up signs when he goes uh, that there's no recording, and if you record anything, you get thrown out. So that means he's gearing up for a special. So is that like speculation because he's like trying out the material that he's going to put in his special is typically what they do, I assume? If I remember, it was somebody said uh, they talked to him, and he was saying, yeah, I'm hoping sometime near the end of the year. Interesting. Uh, I want to... I want to. I want to know who was it. Jesselnik, I think it was, was he on Jerry. Yep. Oh no, it, uh, it was Neil Brennan. Mm-hmm. I think it was Neil Brennan was talking about it because they were talking about Louis C.K. style and yep. they were like, "Why is everybody shocked when he says controversial shit? Have you paid attention to anything <laughs> yeah. he says? It's literally all controversial." <laughs> yeah, it's kind of his style. It's his style, yeah, not like shock humor, just but like. Ooh, just controversial. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, so you, your school got shot up. Wow, so special, kids. Like, that doesn't happen to everybody anymore. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> like nowadays. You, you can know? see the comedy in that. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder what the reaction to that will be. I'm going to watch it. He's getting, cause... people are going to see him. Yeah. And people are laughing. Interesting. You know? But like, comedy fans are going to small comedy clubs to see louis ck when this gets released on the internet and people break it down and like dissect every second of it and like articles get written about it and the comment sections of those articles are not necessarily comedy fans i'm wondering how it's gonna go down right i'm gonna listen to it i'm probably gonna like it and I might not tell a lot of people that I listen to it. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I don't know. You don't want to talk about it here? Uh, I'm sh- sure I am going to talk about it here. <laughs> that will be our episode. That like Whatever episode comes out after that special, we'll be talking about that. Yeah? Yeah. What okay. are you looking up now? Uh, there's another comedian I'm trying to remember. Uh, she's Australian, and she is mm. one of... she. W- I've only seen one of her specials. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen the new Flight of the Concords special. I, just I don't saw, see. I don't care for Flight of the Concords. I loved them. Really? Yeah, they're. Uh, I don't think it was an HBO special. You know, it was an HBO special. 
where it's just the two of them on stage and they both have their guitars. I know her. Kitty Flanagan. Katie Flanagan? Kitty. Kitty. Kitty Flanagan. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. She reminded me, she reminds me a lot of Morgan Murphy, who I also really, really like. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love Morgan Murphy. Uh, Kitty Flanagan's great. Uh, Anyways, sorry. Just, I I just want, I feel like nobody knows about some of these uh yeah hilarious ladies give them a shout out and i want to give them a shout out because they're fucking awesome hell yeah yeah um anyways i never not that i never disliked flight of the concords because i thought they were bad you ever got into them no yeah i tried and just a lot of it it was funny ish but i uh, this is kind of how i stand with karaoke too and cover bands yeah i just don't like it yeah i just Do you like any musical comedy like bo burnham or anybody else who does that i can't think like dimitri martin when he does songs yeah the second they the second they start doing songs i start getting pissed yeah and i'm just okay stop i love it i hate musicals like theater or movies like ah dude (laughs) when i watch moana so you didn't like moana (laughs) i started watching moana and the fucking first song playing i'm like fuck is this a musical god damn it i was ready to like this movie you didn't like the movie? No, and I almost walked out of the theater. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> Moana was beautiful. It was fine. It Moana was. was it was a. It was a good movie. I did not enjoy it. I can hand, I was, So you didn't like Moana. So you didn't like Lion King. So you didn't like Lion Aladdin. King's different. Lion King's different. So uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Lion King gets no, to be no no. Lion King, Aladdin. Uh, we have I Beauty and the like Beast. Aladdin. I do not like Beauty and the Beast. We have. Keep going. This is fun. Moana did not like Moana. I just said that idiot. Uh, Shrek. It's not a musical. They had musicals. They no no. They had scores though. They sang and danced. No, I think we watched a different movie. No, they didn't trek when they got to the city, the castle. The the little kids. No, everybody was like singing and dancing all around and stuff. They did it as like a satire. Yeah, I, that's fine. It's that's it's not a musical. Shrek is not okay, a musical. Okay, fine, fine. Shrek is a cinematic fine. masterpiece. Okay, fine. It's not I, a musical. I won't touch. I won't touch your beloved Shrek. <laughs> so hashtag Shrek for Smash Brothers twenty nineteen. <laughs> so why didn't you like all those other like Disney classics? So I, you didn't like Jungle Book. Not the original. I liked the new one aside from the singing because it looked so cool. It was visually. You didn't like the original appealing. Jungle Book? No, not really. So you didn't care for Willy Wonka? <sighs> Willy Wonka is also different because it's a very weird musical. But it's so a musical. Well, here's the thing. Let me <laughs> fucking explain myself, you bitch. Um, I don't like when there's no reason for people to be singing. Like, sound. That's of m- all the time. <laughs> yeah, except for a couple. Uh,. <laughs> Like Sound of Music mostly makes sense. When what is Sound singing. of Music? Sound of Music? Are you kidding? Like the literal Sound of Music? The the film, the famous film starring Julie Andrews as a nanny during World War II to an Austrian family with like eight kids in it or whatever. That sounds like a horrible movie. I don't want to see. You probably won't like it. It's old. It's from like the 60s. I don't mind old What the fuck? You've never heard of Sound of Music? No. You know Julie Andrews, right? No. Mary Poppins. Yes. That's Julie Andrews. Okay. And then she was... So you hated hated Mary Poppins. She's the grandma in the Princess Diaries. Okay. You've seen the Princess Diaries, right? (laughs) With Anne Hathaway. Put Anne Hathaway on the map. I think I did. 
Well, Sound of Music put Julie Andrews on the map, I think. Or maybe it was Mary Poppins. I think it was Sound of Music. Well, you hated both, right? I don't hate Sound of Music because the singing makes sense for four out of five songs. Like, she's a nun who's obsessed with singing, and she's going... She was sent to go be a nanny for this Austrian family, and their dad is like a Nazi conspirator, (laughs) like a Nazi sympathizer. Okay, so... It takes place in the 40s. Okay, so did you hate Sister Act? I don't remember Sister Act. Sister Act 2? I don't remember Sister Act 2. <laughs> Sister Act 3? There's not a Sister Act 3, is there? When did that come out? I don't know, later. Okay. Anyway, the uh, Willy Wonka, it's weird that they're singing, and I like that. Because it's fucking weird when people sing in movies. <laughs> and Willy Wonka, it is weird on purpose. Like, he's singing to them, and they're like, this fucking dude is singing to us. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And the songs are fucking weird. Oompa Loompa Doompa Dee Doo. And then the, there is nowhere we are going. Yeah, exactly. No earthly way of knowing. (laughs) Is it raining? Is it boring? It's so creepy. I love it. But fucking whatever, all those movies you just listed, Beauty and the Beast. Why the fuck are they in a room together having dinner singing at each other? Because the candles are singing. Stop being weird. <laughs> because the candles and teapots are singing. Moana. Why right. does the, the the ocean god, Maui, played yeah. by The Rock, sing about his accomplishments? And why do his tattoos dance? Because he's magical. No. no. <laughs> why did she, yes, why does she sing? Why is she on a, on a, a little makeshift bamboo boat? like sailing out into the middle of the ocean alone singing to herself for inspiration no you're trying to survive out there (laughs) you're trying to harness the wind and trying to filter ocean water and eat that fucking chicken on your boat here (laughs) you're not gonna have chicken for months you eat that motherfucker here i I thought you were like this gentle-hearted person fucking hate musicals (laughs) i am gentle (laughs) just don't sing in my movies i love I, lo- I don't think I've ever hated a Disney movie. I hate a bunch of them. The ones with singing in it. <laughs> that's like all of their classics. It's a lot of them. That's the that's literally their their flagship classic films. Yeah, not anymore. So. Give me Pixar. But yeah. no singing. <laughs> There's Pixar films with singing, right? Yeah. Coco. Uh, um, Frozen. How about Coco? I didn't see Coco. Neither did I. I heard it's amazing. <laughs> that was like your ace in the hole. You're like, how about Coco, bitch? Mm-hmm-hmm. I didn't see it. Neither did I. Let's talk about it sometime. Uh, Frozen. I've been told it's very good. I never saw Frozen. Frozen, I was excited to see. And I'm like, God, there's too much singing. And that story was still very interesting to me because there's no real bad guy. It's just Elsa is kind of an asshole. Alice is the main character? Yeah, she's like kind of her own bad guy and she has to come to terms with herself. Why but there's no guy? like big villain cuz she doesn't know how to harness her ice powers and she gets all bitter and goes to live in the mountains in her own ice castle. And then shit starts to go down or something. I don't really remember what happens, but she has to like come back and then she becomes the queen and everyone's like, "Oh my god, you're not an asshole. You've changed so much though." The Grinch. The Grinch the Grinch is Dr. about Seuss. a town full of people who sing about Christmas. So it makes sense. <laughs> Literally, the reason I don't like singing in these things is there is no logical reason why these people are singing. They're so, just singing. So is it the singing part or the logic part? Logic. If it's a good song, 
I'm I'm going to like it. And if it fits, if it, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Imagine how bad a Marvel movie would be if they sang. <laughs> like, oh my God. I just got a wave of stressed out energy at the thought of like, all right, we're finally making Doctor Strange 2. It's a fucking musical. I'm like, fuck, I have to go see it and I'm going to hate it. <laughs> I... I, I I can understand. So I hate karaoke. Mm-hmm. For this, me too. It's so si- fucking cringy. Stop doing that. Exactly for a similar similar logical reason. There's no logical just, reason why you're singing right now. <laughs> it's just I want if I want to hear loud music, I'll listen to loud music from the PA system. Of yeah. the actual artist playing it. How do you feel about like a a live band? Like hate live bands. in a bar. There's as a somebody cover who band. played in bars as a live band. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Okay. I fucking hate it. See that I don't mind. I never okay. Here's the thing. I had fun playing with my friends. That was the cool part. I didn't even mind playing the fact that it was in a bar, mm-hmm. but I didn't like the fact, like that I knew what it was like on the other side. Yeah, to be in a bar and a live band is playing. Gotcha. Like I hate cover bands. Okay. Yes, there are good cover bands. Yes, cover bands can be fun. I fucking hate cover bands. <laughs> it's just for some reason it bugs me. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm not saying they're not fun. I'm not saying karaoke is not fun. I'm just saying when I see somebody, when I see like people wheeling in gear, I just go, oh no, they're going to play music. We have to leave soon because I don't want to fucking be here <laughs> Yeah. when it all of a sudden it gets so loud we can't talk. And all I hear is That just, is the one thing I don't like about that. And literally all you hear, especially in the bars that aren't made for bands, they just have bands come in, mm-hmm. is just the hi-hat. Yeah. All you hear is just cymbals. Yeah. And just it's supposed to be like and that's all it is. And it's just cool. I I'm glad this is happening. Look how much the audio spiked during that part. Sorry everybody driving Sorry. to work. Sorry, Listening everybody. to headphones. Like that ugh, I hate that shit. I yeah. hate that shit. I, it's understandable. If you had one guy come in, play piano, and maybe sing a ballad, fine. Yeah. I could live with that. I would still probably get upset because I want to talk to friends. That's why I go to a bar. Mm-hmm. If I... When's the last time I went to a bar? Sorry, I just like, like <laughs> shocked myself. Just when's the last time I went to a bar? You really friends? did. <laughs> just holy shit. I don't think... Every time I've gone out, it's just I need food. Let's get yeah, good exactly. food. Yummy, You yummy, go yummy. out to get food. Yeah, I don't go out for drinks. Yeah. It's just drinks. Why are we getting drinks? Mm. Why don't you just come to my house? I've like gone out to get drinks with people at restaurants. <laughs> let's let's go here. But do you and get food? Get then? food and drinks. Yeah. See, so you, so you're like me. It's like, yeah. But there's food there, right? Food is better. <laughs> um, food is superior. So anyway. Anyways, I like some musical comedy. Not a lot though. I love Flight of the Concords. I love Tenacious D. Even though they don't like Tenacious D is different. They perform as like concerts, not like comedy shows they actually yeah they they yeah they play rock like music. stadiums oh, yeah. and you, you know when this started mm. i remember the exact moment this started what i was at my neighbor's house as mm-hmm. a child garrett's house all right garrett said, to garrett, the sponsor i got a new cd you yeah. have to listen to it it's great yes and i said okay i love music what are you gonna play and he said just listen it's gonna be great he puts it in weird out like starts playing <laughs> and i start hearing eminem you know yeah and you're like oh i know this yeah 
was like, oh. And then you heard the fucking nerdiest voice that you ever did hear. <laughs> and I remember getting so angry. Just just, just sitting there. Just First of all, I expected Eminem, and I was going to say, yeah, no, I, I have the LP as well. It's a, it's, it's a like perfe- perfect album. Yeah. And then I heard Weird Al. So that's... And he's cracking oh, up. And man. I remember just saying, I remember just looking at him just going, what is this? He goes, oh, it's Weird Al. And I said, who is Weird Al? He said, you don't know Weird Al Yankovic? I said, no, I know Eminem, who does a better <laughs> version of this song. Getting so angry. And he's, he said, okay, okay, I'll play a different song. He hit it again. It was like Crazy Train yeah. by Weird Al. And again, angry. Just sitting there in anger. So these just, are songs that you already liked that are being like just slaughtered in front of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I had a similar thing with Weird Al where he covers good songs and I'd be like, but American Pie was better than this Star Wars song or like, yeah, Michael Jackson's bad was better than fat. (laughs) Exactly. And also, and it's weird because Weird Al isn't bad. No, he's he's not. He's he's, a master of his craft. He's very good at what he does. Yeah. But something about it, it's, it's, it's just like. It's like when you go into the bathroom, mm-hmm. a public bathroom, and somebody just left a shitty wipe of their ass <laughs> on the ground in the stall. What? So you open the stall, or it's the equivalent of walking into a bathroom that's perfectly fine, and you go into a stall expecting it to be clean, and it looks like somebody fucking stuffed shit in a shotgun <laughs> and blasted <laughs> And... Blasted it from outside the stall door. Yes. Just <laughs> bam in the toilet. And it's just that's what listening to Weird Al is like for you. You're like, oh, this song is great. I'm gonna have a fine time listening to the song. Oh no, shotgun blast of shit. Yes. That's that's that. To yeah. Me. That's what that is. To I me. get it. You get like that side kind of, swiped by the comedy. Where it's just first just what the fuck? And then it's immediately just why? Why the fuck is this happening? And like, just, why? <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> it's that reaction. Who is your friend? Uh uh, this was Garrett, my yeah. neighbor. My neighbor Garrett. Obviously not friends with him anymore, right? Uh still friends <laughs> with him. He just fell <laughs> off the planet. I haven't seen him in eight to ten years. Wow. Ten years. He's probably still years. listening to Weird Al, so you're better off. <laughs> To be fair, though, it's just that, and then anytime I heard stuff like, oh, you got to listen to Fly of the Conqueror. Oh, okay, what is it? Oh, it's like this like acoustic stuff. It's great. It's like, okay, cool. And I See, if to somebody it. phrases it like that, I'd be like, I, they're this really dry duo of New Zealand guys who play like comedy folk music. But you said comedy music. Yeah. And that just... You don't ugh. like that. I don't like it. So I, I do I not like, like Bo Burnham. Every time I'm watching a Dimitri Martin special and he grabs his guitar, I skip forward until yeah, he puts same, it down. Same here. Same here. I just like the, some people can do it for me and some people can't. And with Flight of the Concords, it's their dryness. And like they tell jokes like before they have like margins, like parentheticals of jokes around their songs of like, I don't know. I like their songwriting more than their jokes. Like, I remember my friend, uh, my my roommate. I think it was my roommate Stav, who uh, I talked about the the guy, uh, one of my best friends that I played in the band with. Um, he showed me it's business time. Yeah, and I liked it because the riff was great, the groove yeah. was cool. Doom, the f- doom, doom. 
boom, boom, boom. boom. Yeah. Yeah, and and the phrasing. <laughs> it's such a sexy song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was really funny. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so and and I laughed at that song. So yeah. it's not like I I I shun it, but it's just so hard to please me with yeah. with that kind of stuff. And I just I just don't know why. And yeah. That do you blood, like, how do you feel about Tenacious D? Tenacious D was presented to me as the same thing. It was, uh, well, not the same thing, but it, somebody said it's Jack Black's band, but it's just him and his friend, and it's, and they just like make jokes the whole time. And they just dick around and make jokes. Yeah. Yeah, and I immediately thought, hmm, I don't like the sound of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I listened to it, and it's not bad music. No, it's like pretty good rock. It's actually pretty good classic rock. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's really not that bad. Like, they kick ass. <laughs> Jack Black and sing pretty well yeah you know yeah um, he's got those rock and roll pipes he really does the uh, i don't like it when i try to be funny yeah you know what i mean i can appreciate it when i when i don't listen to the words <laughs> and i just hear him like ah! like doing that kind of <laughs> shit like great, great yeah but if i have to listen to the words i start getting just ugh. this isn't uh, you know why i and this is really stupid but i don't like it when people don't take their they don't take it seriously mm-hmm. i don't i don't like like i hate it when i see somebody at the gym not being serious. oh guys look at what i'm doing with the machine yeah there's like, like air humping a kettlebell or something it's just yeah I, I don't know something just bugs me about it it just it just it's just you don't like it when people have fun <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty accurate. I guess, I guess that's pretty accurate. I feel like you should be pretty fucking serious about your have shit. Have fun when you have fun. Work out when you work out. Yeah. Play play rock music when you play rock music. Yeah. I don't mind people like laughing and having a good time because I do at the gym when I work out with my friend. Yeah. But we're working. Right. You know what I mean? Kind of like when we used to work together. Mm-hmm. It's fun to joke yeah. around, but... We don't dick around. We're working. Yeah, exactly. We're not like trying to slack off and just fuck off with this shit and be lazy. Yeah. And I'm not saying Flight of the Concords is lazy or Tenacious D is lazy, but it's just, I think of that Mm -hmm. and it it just irks me and I I just get all antsy in my pantsies. It's just, I don't (laughs) know. Don't say that again. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it doesn't bug you. What? Like the dick off nature? Yeah. Uh, There are some things on like Tenacious D's like first album. Like those things, I hate skits and albums that Eminem does them. I hate them. Where it's just like a 45 second recording of like, hey, you want to blah, 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 And they're just like, what are you doing? No, this should be another track. Stop depriving me of another track. I don't know. That's that's kind of how I feel about that. There are some, <laughs> there's one song in Tenacious D's first album called One Note Song, where it's just Jack and Kyle I think just riffing like I think it was all improv about Jack writing a one note song where it's just but then he tells Kyle to like bend the note so it's and he's like there we go one song done move on to the next one and it's funny but it's like give me something meteor you know you know what's really uh controversial about all this Mm. We're both, well, yeah, you're definitely just as big as I am, uh, a fan of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Which is coming back this fall. Which is pure slack off. Justin Roiland just goes into a recording studio and dicks around for two hours, and then they, well, they animate whatever he says. And they just shit out gold. So, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand that. 
It's literally just, hey, Justin, go uh, go vomit in that room for two hours. Okay. <laughs> just by myself. Just talk to yourself for two hours. Well, I could do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Rick, I don't know if I could do this. Oh, shut up, Morty. Of course you can do this. We do this every day. It, and then... <laughs> Boom! You have an amazing, yeah. an amazing uh, series. So I don't know what he's that- got a very clever mind, though. Like the things we laugh at aren't like, uh, Mister Poopy Butthole is such a funny word. It's like that's funny because of how unfunny the name Mister Poopy Butthole is. <laughs> <laughs> because like that's the least creative thing, and they know that, which is why they did it. Because it's like ironic how funny it is, and then like. The fact that he's this beloved family friend and Beth <laughs> thinks she's doing the right thing and shoots him and then immediately has a drinking problem and she's like shaking the glass of wine. That's why it's funny. So like he's got to He and him and Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon is a crazy person, but they have they, they, they have great chemistry. Uh, what is it called when the, you touch fingers? Sim symbiosis. No, no. When like you uh, you dance and then you touch fingers. The dragon dance. The yeah. The Dragon Ball Z <laughs> power morphing. What's it called again? I don't know. I, the dragon. It's what dragon what, fusion dance. Is it a dragon fusion dance? Something like that. I don't know. Whatever it is, that's what they do. And when they get together, when they touch their they, fingers, they turn into super. They turn into one powerful super yes. saiyan god, and they just turn into this god of comedy. Yep, and of comedic writing. Uh, Dan Harmon put it best. <laughs> their dynamic. He's like, basically, I spend all week. We just write down the shit that comes out of his mouth, and I spend all week trying to reel him in, which is weird because that's what other people had to do to me at my last job. <laughs> 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 which was community <laughs> wait what <laughs> so dan Harmon found the dude crazier than himself to- oh 100 <laughs> percent. have you seen doc and marty yeah like the youtube thing it's fucking yeah. bonkers yeah <laughs> it's really weird those two have also known each other for a really long since time since college i think yeah. right yeah they've been friends for a very long time and they just for some reason, Dan Harmon saw Doc and Marty, and they're like, yeah, let's run with this and pitch it to Adult Swim, which if anybody would pick that shit up, it would be Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah. But what it turned into is, oh, God, so just so good. So good. I can't wait for it. I'm just thinking of all, like, the... So there's always the the issue of oh can they can they be can it be just as good as the original yeah can season three just be good as season two can season two just be as good as season one et cetera et cetera and each time it's like yeah yeah they, they, I, they I'd say it. like each season is as good as the previous there's not like a oh two is the best but three dips a little bit they're all all great yeah I think so. I think the first two seasons were the most shocking. Yeah. Because they've done the most shocking things in those two, and now we're kind of desensitized to some of the shocking things. I got to rewatch it, because like, I think we were talking about 30 Rock a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And I was like, God, I, I need to go home and just watch it and like get it out of my system. I'm just thinking of just bits from Rick and Morty. That is so funny. Like, uh, Rick... Rick and Morty are running through like some interplanetary, like basically airport terminal, and a, a guy's chasing them. <laughs> he, he shoots someone with some ray that like puts a symbiote in him, and he pukes it out, and it's a little tiny infant, and it like in two seconds grows from an infant to a, a toddler to a child to a teenager to a man to an old man and then humbles crumbles over and dies and morty's just ah! like he just saw someone's entire life play out 
and he was just horrified this for his whole life because he's running away from these aliens. And Rick just goes, "Don't think about it, Marty. Keep running." God, that show is so funny. And like. Not to be that guy, but most yeah, okay. of the humor I find in it isn't from like the oh pickle Rick, like the dumb memeable stuff. It's like the God, how did these two idiots think of something this like deep and like because they're not because they're not well, especially Dan Harmon. Yeah, he's not an he's actually Dan Harmon is like an emotional genius. Yeah, especially when you when when you corner put him in a corner and you make him kind of put it out there. Yeah, he's totally capable of being a very deep introspective emotional yeah, exactly. i remember i remember uh there's plenty of times when he'll get real in an interview mm-hmm. yeah and he'll all of a sudden go from this goofy a floof guy to all of a sudden a very serious existential like laying his borderline up. nihilistic person yeah who, who who can explain it and you could tell he's trying to fight that by being just this goofy aloof whatever just oh we're all gonna die but whatever like this is fun just trying to fall into the moment yeah which you know? is like i almost feel bad for him because like you can you can kind of see what he's going through but i think we all kind of go through that and he's just going through it more publicly yeah and it's he's it's like it's fun fun not fun to watch that but it's just fun to watch everything that he does well you know what's weird is that uh, and you can either hopefully you can corroborate this but uh, when I found out Dan Harmon as a person, and yeah. I found out about his personal life, it threw me off because I started seeing a lot of his projections in the yeah. show, oh, especially the wife, uh, very Jerry thinly and, veiled, yeah, yeah, th- barely thinly, just just especially in the fights they would have. I'd be exactly. Like, Why is that fight so real? Did he just, write down a fight that he had? <laughs> yeah, like the fights he, that they would have is so uh, real raw raw and real yeah. yeah and it's just that's a fight that he had or somebody had because that sounds way too realistic yep and it helps that you have you know good actors like sarah chalk and uh what's his name he does everything chris parnell yeah uh doing it and they're fantastic well i never i did i don't i don't know how much voice acting sarah chalk has done but yeah she's she's not bad chris so parnell does a bunch yeah but yeah it's great that that's the same show that gave us like pickle rick <laughs> like and Mr. Poopy Butthole and <laughs> Mr. Me Seeks. That, that exact that exact thing where he like Pickle Rick episode. He's Pickle Rick and <laughs> he's like taking on the army of rats. Yeah. And he's like game and he's like shit talking the rats. Yeah, and exactly. The king rat, he's and he's talking. like doing it in that like Tony Stark way of like, let's brain this, let's figure this shit out, let me get out of this situation. And he's like self-projecting himself as he talks out loud as he kills the the rats and the king rat and he escapes and he gets the therapy. Yeah. The therapist <laughs> office. The like the Pickle just, Rick episode was one of the deepest episodes yeah. of the show because it was about him them like just being so fed up with him not going to therapy with them and like like it's not just a goofy cartoon. It's not South Park. Like yeah, that's just satirically goofy. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a lot of layers to it, which I think gives it a bad rep because so many people go, oh my God, the layers. But no, yeah, the layers. If you don't like it, you're probably not smart enough to get it. See, that's different. That's <laughs> yeah. a, that's that's somebody who just doesn't want to explain it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because th- there's plenty of that. There's fucking plenty of that. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I can't wait. November, right? In November. Something else comes out in November that I'm really excited about. Oh, this weird fucking Japanese game. Death Stranding. I don't know if you heard about it. The one by Kojima, the guy who made Metal Gear Solid. 
that's too way too much to explain. Okay. The, I, I know Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid. Um, have you played them? I played the. F- I played the the one where you're like looking overhead and you have a grid. Yeah. And you have to like find boxes and shit. Yeah, that's probably the first one. Um, first or second, I played. Yeah. Um, and it's and like the. the <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That <laughs> the the last trailer for this game that came out. It's the release date announcement trailer. It was nine and a half minutes long. <laughs> it's like, just fucking do whatever you want, Kojima. You for sure make a nine and a half minute trailer to announce the release date of this game. <laughs> and I like watched it like eyes like a hawk. Is I'm it like, good? yes, show me everything. It looks like it's going to be amazing. What's the premise? Uh, I don't know <laughs> because it's so fucking weird. But is this the one where it's like some dude who wakes up on a beach? Yep. It's that one. Yeah, 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 oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. And like every and they got like an actual actor to Norman Reedus. From The Walking Dead. It was Norman Reedus. Oh, yeah, yeah it was Norman Reedus. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, Leah Sedu. Um, you know Leah Sedu? No. Uh, she was in Blue is the Warmest Color. She was in... I think she was in a Tarantino movie. I think she was in Inglourious Bastards, but I don't remember who she played. Oh, she played um, young... The You remember when Hans Landa shot all the Jews hiding in the floor, and then one ran away and got away? That was her. Um, so she's in it. Guillermo del Toro's in it. Did I say that? And Mads Mikkelsen plays the bad guy, like full mocap. Like it looks fucking insane. It looks beautiful. But still, nobody knows what it's about. The so they announced a lot about it. They showed gameplay. The genre is cinematic adventure, which is a new genre that he invented. <laughs> <laughs> Those words have never been used together, even though it would apply to shit like Red Dead, Uncharted, cinematic adventure. It's very movie like the way it plays out. But um, it's something happened to the world that changed it, and there's now an other side, which is like like a different realm that's like crashed with our realm not like physically crashed but like there's spirits and ghosts and like weird haunting shit and so dimensions you mean yeah like alternate dimensions and it's all like black and inky and weird uh and there's people who have crossed over to the other side and it implies that like when you die it's where you really go so like heaven and hell aren't real it's this weird inky black other side i think uh but like some people have had the ability to cross back. And when you cross back, you basically have superpowers, uh, not like Marvel superpowers, but weird, creepy, like you could be like a floating angel and you could like shoot light out of your face, like weird, creepy, religious looking shit. Um, Norman Reedus works for this company. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's called bridges, I think. And he has to transport something from basically the east coast of america to the west coast and it's going to be very dangerous because there's like raiders it's basically post-apocalyptic there's going to be raiders that try to fuck with you there's these like evil companies that are going to be trying to fuck with you and there's these like troops led by mads mickelson from the other side that are trying to stop you on this quest and you have this weird canister with this like fetus in it that like can like look at you and like suck its thumb and it's fucking creepy um and you're also carrying basically like the world's biggest hiking backpack. Like picture like 
you see a hiker that's going hiking for a week and they have that big backpack that's taller than their head but like four times the volume of that and it's like the steel box and you have like items that you could pull out of it that are like weird cool sci-fi items like they showed a ladder he needed to get up on a cliff so he takes out a ladder and it's like a six foot tall ladder and he puts it down and then he like presses a button and extends out to like a hundred feet and then he lays it down so he could walk up the ladder to this cliff as like a like a like a 45 degree angle thing and then there's like some light combat where you could like punch but you have this huge backpack on so you're like slugging and stuff like that they showed some gun combat but a lot of cinematics and like a lot of just weird creepy japanese stuff from hideo kojima's weird fucking mind (laughs) and i loved every metal gear solid game and i loved the horror game that he was working on with guillermo del toro and mads and um Norman Reedus that got canceled. So he just kind of took those two dudes with him to make this new game and it looks fucking bonkers and I'm so ready. It looks like the most anime shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> it looks cool. I want to show you the trailer after, but it's like okay. 10 minutes long. If you have time, I have time. That's yeah. why I showered beforehand. <laughs> Before we move on to your turn for what you, what to talk about. Oh God, I thought you forgot. <laughs> no motherfucker. I remember. Go ahead. Go ahead. I remember. I wanted to say the older I get, I see, I think I said this in the last episode, I start to see people as children. Yeah. And I'm just, this is how you acted as a kid. This yeah. like excitedness? No, no, no. Oh, well, oh, Not oh. just you in general, but just like, I'll just, I'll, I'll see somebody and I'll be thinking, she's 45, he's 37, and this and this. And then I just imagine them as like a high school senior or a college mm. freshman. And then I realize- Now I see what you're saying. Oh, they're behaving the same way because- that's how we are. Yeah. Right? Because that is us. We're you, just an you, older husks. You get to high school and then there's slight variations that happen to you that affect your behavior. But when you hit high school, that's pretty much you. We're we're just older bags of meat. Yeah. You know what you're, I mean? But yeah, you're done it, with your formative years. It's the so same you formed. Have you, have you ever had that moment? Yeah. We just go all oh, the time. Whoa. Yeah, that's. Oh, my God. You weird. were probably terrible to raise as a child. <laughs> You I don't think that. Adult. I actually don't think it, think that too often. But I do think, oh wow, this is. You're awkward now because this is how you. I can picture you being this awkward just as a kid. Yeah, just or as a young person. You're an asshole, and you seem to not have a lot of friends because you've probably been an asshole for twenty years since exactly. you've been in high school. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, I was gonna say that's kind of how I feel. I was going to relate this back to video games, but I forgot how. But I was going to say that's kind of how I feel about video games like that. Mm-hmm. Where I look at them and I just think, like, I could see how somebody who designed this had this crazy idea, mm-hmm. you know? And they're just trying to flesh it out. And they're just like, believe me, give me money. I can do this fucking thing. And it's just, it's kind of weird to think about that. Like, think about how somebody, I think it was probably easy, but how they... uh <laughs> positioned red dead redemption mm-hmm. the first one yeah it's like so all right look you're a cowboy yeah it's like okay we have those but you're no, like but this one's gonna be good <laughs> but you're like a cowboy it's mm-hmm. just like i get it it's like no you don't you're going through the life of being a cowboy yeah so hunt fish steal horses not levels where you have a revolver and a cowboy hat yes you're going just, to live as a cowboy you yeah. are living it you're camping yeah. You're like, you are a cowboy. You're on the run from the law and you have yeah. to betray your friends to stay alive. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's one of those things. It's one of those things. But anyways, let's move to. <laughs> Say it. 
what you wanted to talk about. Say it. <laughs> what did you want to talk about, Chris? No, you. Well, you say it. Okay. I wonder if that's coming up on my. It probably is. I need. I need you to like got a real farty chair. Yeah, I got a WD forty the chair. Anyway, fat acceptance culture dubs. I guess fine. We'll talk about it. Fine. Yes, let's talk about fat. I acceptance. just had a very off putting conversation the other day where I was catching up with someone who I haven't talked to in a while. Okay. And they were like, "How's this? How's that?" And I was giving them a rundown, and they're like, "Oh, that's great. Oh, that's too bad. Blah blah blah." How's your sister? And I was like, "Well, last time you saw her." She lost some weight, which is great because my whole family's always been like pretty heavy set and she's pretty heavy set, probably like my proportions, but female. Um, and I'm like, she's we're like twins, okay, by the way. Okay. She's three and a half years younger than me. And I was like, she is now since she started losing weight not too long ago, like six, seven months ago, she's lost 50 pounds. Hey, good for her. Right? That's insane. That's the reaction I was hoping that's to get. That's insane. That's so, that's awesome. Good for her. Because that's so hard to do. It's really hard it's to do. Really and hard. she's working really hard. I was going to say. It, and she's really happy with the results. And people keep complimenting her and it makes her feel so good. And she's healthy. And she's working out and she's running and she's going for jogs with my aunt every Sunday morning. And they're both getting healthy to, healthy together. And she's doing it the right way. She's eating better foods right she's pacing out her meals she's like not just eating to she's eat putting she's in, eating for nutrients she's putting in consistent work yeah exactly yeah. and she's doing great and it's paying off That's and awesome. she's happier for it yeah this person i was talking to um, like ranted for 10 minutes this person's very condescending <laughs> i love them but they're very like holier than thou okay ranted for 10 minutes about how this whole diet culture is such a shame and last time I tell you, saw your sister, that's like one of the first things she mentioned. And I said, you have so much more to offer in the world than being skinny. I'm like, she, if that's the first thing she mentioned, I've lost 25 pounds or whatever. Then that's, that's important to her. For, yeah. That's a priority for her. And it's not up to you to say that that shouldn't be a priority for her. And the whole ideal behind this person was like, like, People should not diet and eat healthy and work out because keto is dangerous and That's blah, blah, blah. Like there are things where it's like if you go way too hard on the keto, it could be bad because like you're supposed to have a little bit of carbs in there for like well, you do stability. Get, well, you get carbs. Well, they're talking about like simple carbs. Yeah. Like you get you still get. Well, uh, yeah. Simple carbs. You still get complex carbs from just eating fruit. Yeah. Like you technically still get carbs from that stuff. But basically this person was like like Abby should be funny and a nice person. And that's all that matters. And she can be as fat as she wants. I'm like, yeah, she can. Yeah. And that's fine. But she she doesn't doesn't want to be. be. (laughs) And she's not anymore. And she's happy about it. And it is not at all wrong to be happy about not being fat. (laughs) Like shut that shit down. (laughs) This is like the only time on the podcast where I'm not just voicing my opinion. I am telling you, the listener, <laughs> to shut that shit down if that is how you feel. <laughs> like, okay, it's it's not good. Like, fat shaming culture is bad. That's a no no. If people are fat and people are happy, fine. If 
dumb dumb parents are stuffing their children with food and making them fat or those subreddits like um absolute units you know the subreddit absolute <laughs> units that's just a bunch of fat dogs and fat raccoons yeah. fuck that shit you're feeding them a lot of food and they're gonna die early because right. of you right if you're fat and you don't mind being fat and you're happy being fat or you're happy otherwise like even though you're not happy being fat but you're still having a happy life and you don't care enough about being fat to change being fat right cool you right. do you yeah don't shame that person don't make fun of that person for being fat especially if they don't want to be fat and they are, are upset being fat but they can't help but be fat or whatever to not shame that person do not shame a person for being happy about not being fat anymore that is so unhealthy that's such a weird thing it's such a weird thing and this person is like so far that way about every subject is, right now is this person that fat not skinny so <laughs> on the other <laughs> side of that spectrum somewhere yeah <laughs> okay okay sounds like that person might have repressed thoughts about them with their own and that's what i was thinking and i was like i get it i understand why you're so the yeah. way you are about this subject about this subject but boy, did I hate listening to it. And I'm too polite to be like, we're done with this conversation. Do you have anything more about the reason you called? If not, goodbye. <laughs> like, cause like we called to make plans to catch up cause we haven't seen each other in a while. And then during that conversation, we talked about other stuff and then it came up and then it became a lecture and I was being lectured too. And I wanted to be like, I hate this conversation more than anything I've ever experienced. Please stop. <laughs> was it that bad? It was like, I, it was one of the few times I had to try to just not have a scowl on my face. I had to try not to react like that. What the fuck face? I had to put that face away and just keep a steady face. You see, I, I'm, I wish I had that gift because my dumb ass would just say like, what the fuck are you saying? And just fucking poke this person. I don't like to argue. So I didn't want to argue. Yeah, I like to argue. Hence uh, why Johnny and I started this podcast. Yeah. Now <laughs> I'm here and we ruined the argue yes. podcast. So, I just had this conversation actually with uh, one of my one of my friends. Um, I was hanging out with one of my best friends from college on Saturday, mm -hmm. and we were having a barbecue at his place. And his wife is a nurse who's actually going to school right now to be an anesthesiologist. <clears throat> so she's been pretty deep in hospitals with patients in the medical field since two thousand and nine, two thousand ten. So she has plenty of time uh, with this. And I asked her, I said, hey, what do you think about this whole, like, I, I completely out of the blue, I was asking her, what do you think about this whole idea that, you know, being fat is healthy? And she, she kind of had a, she sighed and she didn't really roll her eyes, but she was saying, look, it's difficult because there's so many people that it, it is their self-image, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it, but it becomes a part of your identity. She said, if you want to know the, the, the truth, the truth is it's not healthy. Being overweight is unhealthy. Right. We have every study imaginable for the past 40 years like regarding this. You it's can bad. manage to be healthy and be overweight. Yes. But it's way harder than I, well, just losing weight. I brought that up and I said, well, what about the people that have perfectly good like health levels when they do Live tests? for a long time. And she said, right. They are not the standard. They are the anomaly. Yeah, exactly. She said, <laughs> they are the anomalies of the situation. But yes, you can be overweight and 100% healthy. She said you could... And she was saying... You can also be overweight and it's out of your control. 
if yeah. you're if like whatever gland she mentioned in your in your brain is overproducing whatever chemical she said then yeah you're just going to be overweight your body yeah. just cannot stop it your body just naturally produces more fat and yeah. you won't be able to stop that no matter what you do no matter how less you eat no matter how much you exercise mm-hmm. and it sucks and you need to get it medic you need to get like a surgical or medical solution for it there's mm-hmm. no other way um and she was saying but again not the standard <laughs> she said the standard if you look around the world is that americans have a horrible diet americans have a horrible lifestyle and that is why we're overweight yeah. that is why that is our stereotype we're not the most overweight country, right? I think that's England. No. Per capita. I think England is porkier. They have... We're the most famous for it, so fuck you, England. Yeah, right? I was going to say, we both have horrible diets. Yeah. Uh, I think we... Well, they have munchy boxes. They have... Well, that's Scotland. Well, that they they has munchy boxes. Mm. You got a lot of fried foods, fish and chips, have uh, chip buddies... The whole thing here is that it's the norm. McDonald's is the norm. Like, so <sighs> burgers and pizza is the norm. That shit isn't healthy. Yeah, no, Chinese food. Taco Bell and all this other shit. Look. Yeah. Like, it's hard to find a healthy place to eat. It's hard to. Like, half of Panera is healthy. It's ha- it's hard to eat. So, I was talking to somebody at work today that I was helping, and we were making jokes about food because I was saying, you can go get lunch while I'm working on your stuff. It's mm-hmm. going to take some time. He said, nah, boss is taking us out to lunch because he's quitting tomorrow. So <laughs> it says goodbye. Let's blow the corporate card. I'm going <laughs> to buy a lunch for people. Hell yeah. That boss. Yeah. And I said, so what are you guys getting? He said, some Taiwanese Vietnamese thing. And we just got to talking about food and, and, uh, he said a joke along the lines of like, you know, you, if you can't tell, you know, I do like my food. I, I do eat my food. Yep. He wasn't that overweight, but he, he, had, a, he had a belly. And uh, I said, I found the secret to eating whatever you want and being healthy. <laughs> yes. He said, oh, boy, <laughs> please do tell. And I said, you have to power lift. He said, <laughs> oh, God. He said, you're not wrong. He said, you're not wrong at all. And I actually used to exercise to, to counterweight it, to counterbalance it. But you're 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 probably right and i was like i'll show you and i pulled up brian shaw i said look he's eating uh fourteen thousand calories today and he <laughs> just he just went oh my god and i said look he's he's eating half a box of cereal for his first breakfast his second breakfast is uh 10 eggs and like <laughs> god that's so expensive like a, yeah it is it is expensive um but it was just a joke but yeah but it, he started talking about a good point he was like you know what that is a good point if i wanted to just eat whatever i wanted i could just burn it yeah just burn it by just yeah just have a net loss on calories for the day exactly just go fucking ham and just do i was like yeah why hamster wheel yourself on a treadmill when you can just get massive and <laughs> just turn to the just lift a car a couple just times turn every to day. the rock yeah and he, he, he was joking like maybe one day soon maybe one day soon but so as somebody who's as we touched earlier i'm really into fitness right yes. i'm in the gym three days a week I think we touch on this in every episode <laughs> <laughs> fuck you we touched on it in the avengers episode yeah we did you we did. broke down the fight with thanos <laughs> and whatever I, I there's remarkably little there's almost no fat shaming in a gym yeah no yeah that's Which super no no super standard yeah Which is the super counter image to what people expect people mm-hmm. expect a stereotype of being like laughed at and stared at for being overweight you're in there and you're trying to fix it like, yeah no that's you have awesome the res- by showing up you have everybody's respect right off the bat yep and it's just 
And also, nobody really cares. Everybody's worried about their own lifts and their own goals. When I go to the gym, I am still self-conscious because I'm the fat guy in the gym. <laughs> like, I know. Like, I will see a way fatter person than me. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fighting the good fight. Right. <laughs> but then I go in. And if I'm the fattest or the third fattest guy there, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Look at all these people. <laughs> but it's me thinking that, not anybody else. I was going to say, nobody that. notices you, though. Yeah, I know. And nobody, that's the thing. Nobody fucking gives nobody a shit. Nobody cares. It's literally just, just go, <laughs> who's, taking up my spi- who's taking up my rack? Like, yeah. who's, who's grabbing the bar away from me? I'm going to, I need to do this in my set. Is yep. that free? Speaking that's of the- who's grabbing the bar away from me, who's taking up my rack, I... <laughs> I probably could have a better workout for me, but I only do things that there are multiple machines of, so there's no chance that I'm holding anybody up. Why? I feel like it's a waste to, <laughs> no, it's not. to have me use up that machine. Absolutely like if there's not. two rowing machines, then one person on the other one, that other one stays free. Somebody else can take it. If there's 10 ellipticals and I hate the ellipticals and there's two people on them. Guess I'm doing ellipticals for the day. <laughs> Like, I just, I don't want to be in anybody's way. Why? You guys are way more into this than I am. (laughs) This is your thing. I am an outsider. I am a guest. I will be polite and wipe my feet and not use your rowing machine or whatever. (laughs) But I fucking love the rowing machine. I'm so good at pulling. Are you? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I'm, I... I fucking go ham on that thing. I'm trying to. It's, it's hard. Trying to make the college team. Yeah. Dude, that's Trying to be a Winkle Voss. It's... The thing I don't like about fat acceptance is when people... The thing you like about fat acceptance? The thing I don't like. Okay. The thing I don't like about fat acceptance is that there's a certain level of acceptance versus positivity. Mm -hmm. Having self-image positivity is fine. Yep. But being complacent... And this is something I've been telling multiple times to people in my life on top of this podcast. If you are not aware of your actions impacting your body and how this this meat husk will perform as you get older. Yeah. It's like, it's not going to naturally get better. Like I, I always say this to my friends who, who complain about dates. It's just, Oh, I'm sorry. You think not trying to better yourself and get yourself out there is going to get you a date. Just sitting and doing nothing gets you somebody who's going to be attracted to you. That's mm-hmm. not how that works. You have to care about how you dress. You have yep. to not smell. You have to somewhat, care about like what you're projecting mm-hmm. and you have to go do things to meet people yeah like, yeah exactly you gotta get out there you have to do something you can't just if you change nothing guess what nothing is really gonna change oh snap right so oh it, we gotta write that down <laughs> so when it comes to something like fat acceptance okay if somebody's fat if they don't hate themselves that's good it's you don't you shouldn't have to hate yourself to want to change your physical condition right you know you should want to better yourself you should want to get to a point where you say you know what i don't like how i sleep i don't like (laughs) how i breathe i don't like how i feel when i sit too long i don't like the way my back feels when you start thinking of that you just spoke right to my soul (laughs) so i've been sitting for an hour now hour and 15 my back is wet oh my god (laughs) i snore like a motherfucker every night Okay, so perfect, perfect. And that I wasn't trying to talk to you directly, but you talk to my soul. <laughs> so perfect. It's just, does that is that uh, this isn't to you, but is that going to change by not doing anything different? 
no, it's going to take a difference to make that difference, you know? And do you want that to be your life for the next 30, 40, 50 years? Probably not. So guess what? You have to do something. And if you do and you're fine with it, cool. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I I, I don't think people should be, and I know it sucks because I've had plenty of of friends who are overweight uh, who who say this to me. They just go, I don't want to take my shirt off when I go to the beach. Or and they're not young, surrounded by their peers in high school. They're late twenties, yeah. mid thirties, and they're saying this. And I get it. I one hundred percent get it. Mm-hmm. Like we all have weird, fucked up flaws that we don't like about ourselves. And it sucks that if you're overweight, it's just more obvious. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I, I understand it. It's not like I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's just a matter of that's fine to have, but try not to let it be like the def like like your friend was saying. Like your really critical friend that you got mad with, he d- he. It's a he, right? I didn't say. Okay, he or, she, he or she does have a point where they say it shouldn't define your worth. But to your point, I don't think your sister was making it about her worth. I think she hit a. I'm assuming she hit a point where she said, "I just want to lose weight." Yeah, and just went. I'm gonna fucking work up losing weight. Started losing weight and said, "Wow, I feel great. I just I'm, physically let's keep feel going. good. Exactly. I just physically feel good. Waking up and going to bed and going through my day and just like her skin is clearer. Yep. Like she like she's my sister. She's very pretty now. Like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. the, uh, the other day I saw her. I'm like, damn, Abby, you look great. <laughs> like, yeah, good for you. You're doing get out there. Yeah, you're doing it. You yeah, know? that's that's. Sh- She's like 20 something. She's three and a half years younger than me, 23. She's about to be 23. She hasn't had a boyfriend. She's like done with that. She's like, I'm, I let's change this shit. Like, I'm not happy. My face is clear. I'm not comfortable and I want to get a boyfriend. I need to change this shit. I need to lose weight to get the boyfriend that I want to get. And that's what I just said, right? It's like, oh, I'm something good will happen for me because I'm I'm definitely not changing the thing. No, that's not how that works. You need to change something in order to change the outcome. Exactly. It's just and that's what it is. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy for her. Yeah, and I'm not saying it has to be. uh, Oh, you need to lose weight because you're disgusting. That's not what it is. Oh, you need to lose weight because you're just a slob. That's not what it is. It's just I think a lot of people think that because that's how they have as a self feel, Mm -hmm. as self worth. You know what I mean? So. Like, I have small guy syndrome, where I want to overcompensate for my size by trying to lift heavy weights. Yeah. Right? That's, I know, I know that's what it is. God, I'm so average. It's so great. <laughs> 5'10", straight white male. <laughs> I'm tiny. I'm a small, I'm a small boy. Yeah. That's basically what it is. So, I have that, I and I have to fight it when I'm at the gym. Just, just stay in your realm of what you know you can do. Don't do this because if you do the way you want to that you're feeling you're going to blow out your back which i've mm-hmm. done twice now <laughs> just just you don't need to do that so i i i don't have the same i don't have the same just i have the same thing in the sense that instead of a glaring thing of oh i'm overweight i have the glaring thing of oh he's small yeah you know what i mean yeah 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 it's just like i'll get a look try at- to get taller <laughs> <laughs> make the change like i i like i get a look because i walk up to you know I walk up to a, a a barbell that I put on the ground. I mean, not now because everybody at all the gyms I go to know me by now. But and they they think, what's the small kid doing? And then I start doing power cleans and like, oh, he's actually he's working his ass off. Good for yeah. him. Like that's kind of the air of understanding. It's just I have something similar. It's not the same, mm-hmm. but I have something similar. So that's why I'm saying I I totally get it. Yeah, because I understand that feeling. Yeah. But this is a long a- answer. Uh, fat acceptance is should be more fat tolerant 
you're tolerant of the fact that somebody is overweight mm-hmm. because they are tolerant of that fact. Exactly. And that's fine. Yeah. Fat acceptance is different. That's accepting that fat is normal and okay. Yeah. No, that is not okay. It's literally against our biology to right. become overweight. Yeah. It's why we start losing functionality and ability. If as you're in a, a crowd of 100 people and there's... 10 lions chasing you and all 100 of you will run away the 10 fat people are dying <laughs> exactly yeah like there's a reason why like back in the days being overweight was the sign of rich because you could just sit on your ass and, and have do people nothing. bring you stuff and yeah, yeah. and it's just oh you're the rich lazy king who, who rules over us so uh, michael scott made mention of that fact when kevin didn't want to run because he was fat he goes back in the day kevin would be the the king (laughs) exactly i i so i kind of agree with you and i kind of agree with your friend yeah where it's kind of just yeah you know like you're right you are worth more than what you physically can just show off for a level of attractiveness right at the same time there's more to what being overweight means or being not even overweight, you could be out of shape. Yeah. And have the same thing where it's just, I feel like crap. I have a bad immune system. I don't sleep well. I'm always congested. I it's not easy for me to go upstairs. Like you can be that and be skinny. That's mm-hmm. not like fat is the sign of being out of shape. Yeah. Because you could see a lot of powerlifters just walking around and just think, wow, that dude has a beer gut. And it's like, yeah, it's because he power lifts like four thousand pounds. Like that that's why. Yeah. Because he's literally Picking up a pickup truck. Yeah. And the the thing is with this person who I talked to for a while, I was like, you're right. Because really, it was basically like, how's Abby? And I was like, great. She's lost 50 pounds. Like, that's her first, like, in terms of like a social identity thing. That is the first thing. That is the most important thing about Abby that I needed to mention. Like, but what did you want me to? Uh, she's still at the job that she hates for a year and she's about to move back in with the parents because her and her roommate who live in the, the apartment, they're both moving back home. Do you want me to start with that? No, she's trying to lose weight and she's lost 50 pounds and she's so happy about it. Start with the positive. Things. Yeah. Like I thought about it and like throughout this conversation at a certain point, there was a huge block of words that they said that I just missed because I was just like wait a fucking second you asked me how this person was and i said the their biggest accomplishment right now and now i'm being (laughs) lectured about it versus like what i said oh crappy job moving back home with parents how how old is this person uh it's like 24 20 25 or 26 the same age as well they're under under 30 yeah same age as me see that's even weirder to me or you know what not really i guess Mm. i guess it's because and this is not not to get too political about it, but this is part of this whole. Yes, whatever you're about to say. Yes, you're right. <laughs> super progressive, tolerant thing. I was just listening to an interview yeah. with uh, Michelle Waterson. Yeah, who is known as the Karate Hottie. She's, I think, she's my height, if not smaller. Mm-hmm. She's a uh, atom weight UFC fighter. Atom weight. Atom weight. Yeah. So like one is that like below lightweight? One fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah lightweight's lightweight's like what one thirty five? Yeah, I think. Yeah. So is it A T O M? Yeah, atom. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like an atom. Yeah. Uh, so she's not that big, but she is a real. She's ranked number seven in the world right now. Wow. And she was a former champion in the uh, her other uh, her other uh, fight organization. So mm-hmm. she's a good fighter, and the conversation turned to 
like how do you feel about um first of all being called the karate hottie because she's she is very she was a ring girl gotcha before she was a she was a ring girl she was like i want to fight this looks fun yeah like that's <laughs> that's what and yeah and that's great her promoter the promoter was saying dude you're a ring girl you're hot that's you don't want to get in a fight. Yeah. And she said, get cauliflower ear. <laughs> yeah. And she said, yes, I do. That looks like a great time. And so she, uh, so now she's a professional fighter, but they were asking her about her opinion on, uh, transitioning people fighting in different divisions. So mm-hmm. male to female, female to male. And she was saying, look, I might get a lot of flack for this, but as a fighter, I don't want to fight a male to female person who's transitioning because they have an advantage mm-hmm. they have a biological a, a advantage. biological advantage i'm not saying they're not who they are or who they want to be mm-hmm. i'm saying the cards they were dealt are the cards they were dealt and i have to deal with those cards right because i have men's hips bones you know coming at me like when i'm trying to sprawl out yeah or when i'm shooting in i have to deal with that or I have to deal with their shoulders when they throw punches that are wider. Yeah. I have to deal with their larger hands when we're grappling in the clinch. She was saying, it's just something that I always have to consider. Because at least in this one instance of where the that the fact that that's coming into play is physical damage. Mm-hmm. I care a lot about that. She was saying, do I think it's the same for every sport? Absolutely not. But right. in the art of combat sports, yes. Because I have to deal with the bones of a man's hand, even if it's no longer coming from somebody who is is identifying as that gender is female sex is male yeah 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 and so she was saying she was saying that and she was trying not to say it because she wanted to be just gentle about it yeah and then uh uh rogan just goes no you can no i'll say it for you i'll say it for you and just said it like it's if it's, it's too progressive to just allow that yeah something like that but like that i'm not i'm not, I'm not saying that as a as like a topic to really break down because that's a that's a that's, that's such a conversation that it's so hard to decipher because i don't really fight and i also i'm i'm not transitioning so i can't really speak to what it's right. like to go through that uh but i can speak to the fact that that's a level of acceptance in the same realm where or the same concept of accept yourself no matter what mm-hmm. it's like no tolerate who you are and and understand who you are right yeah like i'm fat i don't like the fact that i sweat by sitting down for too long or <laughs> i have problems sleeping and i snore too loud and it's i feel really bad when i wake up and try to get out of bed and mm. you know i have a digestion issues all the time and i just you know i sh- i shit you know like garbage bags out every day it's just <laughs> my poops are pretty good that <laughs> it, <laughs> that it, wasn't it, an attack i'm sorry dude, no we all know <laughs> but 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 you know what I mean? Just like, yeah, you can accept that. But if that's, like you said, if that's what you can accept to say, this is my standard of living. I like this. Then great. Yeah. But that should be tolerable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the moral of this episode is <laughs> do it. A- I'm sexist and. <laughs> <laughs> and I fat shame. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. No, but it's. Yeah, just let people do what they want. That that's the moral of the episode. Like the the girl at the gym that was getting high fives. Right. She's doing what she wants to do and it's cool that it's not something that's typical that you would typically see a girl at the gym doing. Uh and then my sister wants to lose weight and she is and that's cool and good for her. Right. Right. 
That's yeah. You know what? That is a good way to put it. Just be happy for people who are happy. Be happy for people. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. It's really just be happy for those people that are doing what they are are working towards Mm -hmm. for their own goals. We need to end this episode because you look so uncomfortable. No, no, this is fine. You've been playing with the mic stand so much (laughs) that it just slowly fell off the table and you are now holding the entire arm. I mean, we just did the and the moral of the story, so okay. we can end it now. Like, like how South Park and you ends. can put that fucking arm yeah. down. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, See you next week, where we'll be talking about something that we said we would talk about next week. Okay. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. No, we won't. Bye. Ooh, bye. Um, Did you select uh, the input source? Oh boy, I just selected it. Fuck uh, that. Fuck what? Uh, I, I'm just like so f- like emotionally drained from fixing things, and not just from work, <laughs> but just like in general, like just fixing this mic just tired me out emotionally. <laughs> that, I could tell that took a lot out of you. <laughs> like I was watching it. And it was like watching one of the last few things a sane man will do. It's just, <laughs> it's just, you know what it is? It's because uh, I'm fixing my own car mm-hmm. and right, it's, it's on fucking jack stands right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know what a wheel bearing is or a hub assembly, but mm-hmm. long story short, I'm, re- I'm replacing the, a, a pressed in bearing. Like mm-hmm. it's thankfully one complete unit within uh, my hub assembly. And it's rusted in there because mm. my car has like 137,000 miles on it. Yep. So getting that thing out is literally driving me insane. <laughs> Between, I'm at the point where I'm asking all my friends, like Wiser, who was on, his answer, he, he said, blowtorch. <laughs> Jesus. You have, you have to blowtorch to expand the, the metal. Wow. So it will con- like expand so and contract. It shrinks, yeah. And then it breaks the rust by doing that. Wow. Because everything I've been doing has been failing. I legit have a crowbar right now and yeah. I'm just wailing on it just trying to get it out and it still won't happen I have a slide hammer that I, I've tried a slide hammer and I'm, I just ordered a different slide hammer mm-hmm. with gift cards I got for my birthday uh, and I'm gonna try to bang the fuck out of it uh, hopefully on Saturday <laughs> bang the fuck out of it yeah it's literally that you attach yeah. this uh, this locking mechanism to the spokes and the hub mm-hmm. so you, you screw them in and then you screw in this long slide this long pole with yep. a five pound weight on it and you put it all the way up to where the hub is and you fucking throw it back and you just do that shit <laughs> over and, over. and just over and over and i'm just okay this is good you talk mic test okay there we go all right